0: This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. My first responsibility today is to say thank you. Thank you to all who are kind and faithful enough to my podcast to listen. I am grateful to God for each of you because your comments Critiques and compliments keep me going forward and listening to hear from God. I appreciate the way that you all tell me the truth. I know that the podcast has made an impact because the enemy is fighting me daily and would like nothing more than to silence me so that I stop spreading God's word. But I trust God and as long as he says yes, I plan to continue and give God all of the glory. I am soliciting your prayers that God will grant me his strength, his protection, and his wisdom to walk and continue in purpose on purpose. Today, I shed tears with and for a young man who openly wept as he poured his heart out to me. He had made some poor decisions for which he was being suspended from school, that is. But his emotional scars, those that often shape our children's own personal perceptions of self, they had surfaced. His words, I don't know how to grow up without my father, he explained that his dad had left him in the house alone back when he was seven years old and then practically vanished. It seems the abandonment has left emotional scars that from time to time show up in poor choices and disruptive outbursts. He also revealed that he is struggling to grow into the respectable young man that so many are expecting Yet he has no father in the home to show, teach, and mold him. Of course, his tears summoned my tears. And as tears welded up in my eyes, I assured him that God heard his words and sees his tears. I encouraged him that God would make provisions for his growth and development. I held this half-boy, half-man, and prayed for him Certainly, I'm still holding him in my heart as I speak. I'm only sharing this personal moment from a plethora of moments that make up my day to impress upon you that just because they have no real bills as of yet does not mean they escape all problems. Of course, that statement would not be true Our children, even adolescents, have more problems than many wish to acknowledge. My plea is to parents today. Please, parents, love your children enough to stand by and guide them, even if you and the mother or father are no longer in a relationship. Because your children, our children, really need you to assist them through the many twists and turns that life brings. I'm calling all fathers today. Colossians third chapter, the 21st verse has warned, Fathers, do not embitter your children or they will become discouraged. Surely, the young man that was in tears was so discouraged about his father who had abandoned him. Now please, please understand that I am not judging anyone because I don't know the whole story, but I want to be sure to share that God is holding us, we parents, responsible for doing our part. While we all know that fathers did not give birth, God blessed you fathers with seed enough To help create new life. So the least that any father can do. The least that any father should do. Is help to nurture, shape, and mold his own child. God's word has said the man who fails to care for and support his family. Is worse than an infidel. One who does not believe in God. Therefore, he who negates his responsibility to his children, his seed, is no better than one who does not believe there is a God. Of course, God's word has confirmed that the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Now, I'm not calling anyone a fool, but I do want us to understand how God's word has categorized each based upon our belief and the seriousness with which we handle our responsibility to our children. How dare you or any of us say we know, love, and serve God and still refuse to attend to the diverse needs of our own seed? In layman's term, we refuse to take care of our own children financially physically, socially, and emotionally, then we have the nerve to open our mouths and ask, what's wrong with young people today? Lo and behold, a real lack of parenting has fallen over our land. Yes, children are being born, but parenting seems to be a dying breed. It was Frederick Douglass who said, It is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. You see, those little boys who are left to figure it all out without the benefit of their own fathers, the man responsible for his existence, oftentimes grows up to become broken men. A lot like the young man who openly wept on my shoulder today. Oh, but God, the omniscient one, knows all things, sees all, and he is holding every man responsible for tending to and grooming his own seed. Did you not know that our children are our greatest creations? And their outcomes, their journeys can reflect either favorably or poorly upon each parent? I'm really not even talking about whether your son is arrested for smoking marijuana or breaking and entering, or if your daughter becomes a pregnant teenager or a high school dropout. At times, young people are going to test the waters. But I'm talking about us, we parents, doing our part, loving, showing, and training up our children so that they would eventually return to the behaviors that God knows we instilled. You see, we all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory, but if his word, his teaching, his way has been instilled, we return to our first love, even if it takes us getting older and maturing some. No, we do not all get or even receive it at the same time. But God commanded parents to train up our children in the way that they should go. How can we continue to leave our youth to their own vices and bad advice, knowing full well that the black man is the most abused, mistreated, underappreciated, misunderstood individual in the land? and still leave our little boys, young men, and adolescent males out in the struggle, uncovered, ungroomed, unraised, and untrained. Even after God's word has so clearly admonished us to train up a child in the way he or she should go, and when they are older, they would not depart from it. You see, God is holding us fully responsible to step up and stand strong in the face of our responsibilities. His word has compared a neglectful parent to one who does not even believe in God. So be careful what you say and even more mindful of what you do, because actions, your actions and my actions, speak louder than any words could ever express. If we love our Father, which is in heaven, we would take care of our responsibility to our children here on earth. Because God's word has said, Whatever you do to or for the least of these, including children, the elderly, and those who cannot fend for themselves, you do it unto me. Yes, many of our young men have grown up in stature, but the grooming, rearing, and emotional maturity that comes from a father. Training his son to become the man that God has called him to be is lacking. Such lack leave our sons open to all kinds of wrong, troublesome decisions. God's word said he called the young because they are strong, but he called the old because they know the way. So it is up to fathers to lead their sons into the way that is right. Now someone is saying some fathers are young and lack direction themselves. But again, God's word reminds us in James 1 and 5, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and without reproach, and it shall be given unto him. Family, we have to reevaluate our commitments, reconnect ourselves, and get about the business of training up our children in the way that most honors God. No, children were not given to us so that we allow them to grow up like we, not at all. As parents, Mothers and fathers are on a divine assignment to love, nurture, water, and train up the child. We cannot afford to be neglectful because God has both his eyes and his hands on us. Now just think, what if God, our Heavenly Father, treated us as we parents treat our own children? Would we be pleased Well groomed and nurtured, receiving the full attention and warm kindness that we want and expect God to extend to us. Let us look closely and be honest with ourselves because certainly God already knows. Would we provide all that our children need without fussing and grumbling? Would we keep food in the pantry, a clean, safe, decent place with all of the amenities that we ask, desire, and expect from God? Would there be cereal and milk, bread and snacks for our children to freely indulge? Would there be clean bed linen and fresh clothes to change into daily? Would the water and lights come on each time our children flip the switch or turn the knob? Would we prepare or provide food for the proper nourishment of our children's bodies? Would we stop what we're doing long enough to listen, love on, or just be attentive to our children's needs? Would we spend time encouraging them whenever fear or doubt tried to creep in? Would we spend precious time chastising, directing, and redirecting them because we love them so very much? How much time would we spend losing sleep, praying with, and oftentimes praying for our children? Would we spend every day of their childhood training them up, making plans, or instilling life-sustaining information and practices? Would we walk in their rooms in the still of the night to anoint them with blessed oil or just plead the blood of Jesus over them while they slumber in peace? You see, God loves us so much that he does all of these things and so much more. He takes time to make ways when it seems we are at an impasse. He provides every need, protects us through seen and unseen danger, sustains us even when the enemy is so diligently trying to claim our minds, our peace, our sanity, and even our dear lives. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So even when things don't look like we want them to, he continues to work things out as promised so that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are the called according to His purpose. Yes, God knew each of us intimately long before even our great-grandparents got together. Not only did He know us, but He loved us and made great plans for our successful purpose. According to Jeremiah 29 and 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. In another bit of writing, Jeremiah 29 and 11 said, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Of course, as parents, our jobs... Our responsibility is to groom, show, and train up our children so that they become fit for the plans of success and prosperity as every good parent wants only the best for our children. I just want you to know that according to Psalm 127th chapter and the third verse, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from Him. So we must praise God for such a rewarding blessing. And above all that God has blessed us with, we must love, cherish, and train up our children. You see, today they represent a most immediate liability, and important responsibility. But in our latter years, they care for and attend to the needs of parents in return. I still say God has a sense of humor as well as accountability because what goes around comes back around. The word of God said we reap what we sow. Too often people do not think about such a rule being applied to the time, attention, effort, and love they put into training up their own children. But God's economy is real. And we believers must understand that God is always watching. And so is the enemy. Yes, the enemy is looking for you to stumble and fumble with your children so that the liberties he cannot take with you, he will exact upon your children, then laugh at you and all of the good you've done in the name of Jesus while pointing you out for missing the mark when you fail to train up your children in the way that God's Word has commanded us. I must remind you today, don't let your children be your stumbling blocks, especially when you have placed so much effort into learning God's Word and living your life so that it pleases Him. Please know that children are like little sponges, absorbing everything that they see, hear and are made to feel. If love is not shown, you do not have to say a word because our children feel the hollow spaces and places we leave in their hearts. Kindness, care, and compassion are all felt. So both mom and dad, it matters not if you and the other parent are no longer together or you may very well be exes who cannot coexist in the same space. Your child, your children matter most, and they represent a major part of your divine assignment, that which is larger and more far-reaching than your broken relationships. Please stop allowing all that is broken and damaged between you parents To leave your child or children broken. In the wise words of Frederick Douglass, it is easier to raise strong children than to repair broken men. Please don't lose sight of the fact that the system is overloaded with broken men and women. The prisons have become lucrative businesses because brokenness paves the way to poor, unthoughtful decisions. Early graves as well, rob us of promising youth and great examples. According to Ephesians, the sixth chapter, the first to the third verse, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. See, when we're asking children to follow God's word, we've got to be the first partakers. We've got to give the children somebody to look up to someone, fathers and mothers, that they can honor and respect and obey and love because you first loved them. So where do children learn to honor parents? Parents except from observing the same parents who honor God. Children desperately need their parents, not just the mother, but mother and father both. You want to love, cherish, and rear your children so diligently that they want their children, your grandchildren, to spend time gleaning from you because such love and dedication makes you your lessons and wisdom priceless. Proverbs 29 and 17 urges us to discipline your children and they will give you peace of mind and will make your heart glad. According to Proverbs 17th chapter, the sixth verse, children's children are a crown to the aged and parents are the pride of their children. Of course, when children are born, they should be loved and cherished as our pride and joy but life goes on and aging occurs grandchildren become the parents crowns and the parents their children's pride Deuteronomy 6 chapter the 6th and 7th verse admonishes us these commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts impress them on your children Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. In other words, they are important and should never, ever be discarded. The same commandments must be impressed upon our children as we go out and come in. I'm calling all parents, especially fathers, please take pride and show love by training up your children as it shows your honor and gratitude to God for blessing you with such beautiful, irreplaceable gifts. If our father God were a father like me, would his children be groomed to be all they could be? If the master were a mother who nurtured from the start, would the babies be reared after God's own heart? Would the children all be trained up in the way that they should go, so that when they are older, they'd be aware of all God's people must know. Parents don't allow your children to just grow up like wild weeds. Train them up like they're irreplaceable, unique, precious seed. Tender and gentle gifts from God, he gave to only you. He carefully left instructions to teach all that's right and true. Know that it will take God and both parents to achieve the task at hand. But remember, God knew what we'd go through. He wrote the master plan. He entrusted every parent with the blessing of brand new life. So stand firm to the responsibility and raise our children right. Knowing their upbringing feeds into future living and all they will embrace Our love and teaching, nurture and preaching will lead to their destiny place. We already know that life is tough and there are still challenges ahead, but we depend on God for protection, peace and all our daily bread. If we parents truly trained up our children that God is the breath of our life, they'd walk in peace and have less beef, eliminate conflict and strife. If we really taught our young people that love is the only way, they'd set aside both jealousy and pride and love more every day. Parents, our responsibility is God-ordained as we complete this divine assignment. So we must take rest and know we are blessed, get our lives and our children in alignment. The moment this new life is placed in your arms... Dedicate them right back to God. Then ask Him to lead as you nurture your seed. Promise to make Him proud. No one has said that all will be perfect. This journey requires the Lord. Because anything less than doing your best, our children cannot afford. Parents are the child's first teachers, even instructing how they should be treated. If we fail to direct, provide, and protect, our first work will have been defeated. They pay close attention and dare I mention, follow all you say and do. So embracing of God should not be hard for we who love our children as we do. We must mimic God's parenting in all we do and say, we're our children in the admonition of the Lord each and every day. Live the life in front of them so they know you put God first. Remind them that he makes all things possible. So stay with him for better or worse. Be sure to explain to every child your inheritance lies in him. Study and learn of his mighty feats, the love and joy he brings. Teach your children we belong to the only one who made everything that was made. If you trust in him with everything, yours is victory. So don't you be afraid. The spirit of the Lord is available to everyone who desires. Tis the comforter for sure to give you life much more as he uplifts, encourages, and inspires. Well, family, this is 119 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Friends. Not only are we our brothers and sisters keeper, we parents are our children's first and most intimate teachers. This journey is far more than telling and shouting orders, but rather about living, leading, guiding, loving, and showing our children how to honor God with our lives. God's word has said, train up a child in the way he or she should go so that when they are old, they would not depart from it. Now it would be naive of us to believe that our children are not going to make mistakes, because they will, just as we all have. But once we have trained them up and instilled certain leading principles, morals, and ethics, at some point they will return to their first love from their very first teacher especially when the desired behaviors, actions, and reactions have been lived out loud, up close, and personally in their presence within the household where they were raised. Please know what you do, all that you say, and your most prevalent reactions, coupled with undeniable love, shines through and stays with our children. Yes, your life living is like a letter that you've written to your children and they read it every day. Of course, the letter most accurately reveals who you are, what you really believe, who they are and how you truly feel about them. The letter sets in motion who they are destined to become, all that's proper and acceptable, what you will allow and disallow. God's word said our latter days will be greater than our former. Eventually, we parents become the pride of our children who in times past were the pride and joy of our lives. Let us train up our children so that they live lives honoring God and walk in their God purpose. While a world of hard knocks will teach our untrained child There is no substitute for good parenting. I'll say that again. There is no substitute for good parenting. We must cherish these beautiful new beings, God's most perfect gifts to every parent, by training up our children as God has commanded. After all, God has placed these little ones in our care. Pray for each mother that your children will rise up and call you blessed. In 1 Chronicles 29th chapter and the 19th verse, children who know that their dads pray for them every day own a deep sense of love and security. Yes, when children know that they are cherished, the way they see themselves through the eyes, through the lens of parents creates a more healthy, renewed mindset which positively changes a child's outlook. Inward feelings are lived out loud, but they are first perpetuated by the love of parents. Hence, children develop a strong and certain self-love when they know beyond a shadow of a doubt that they have their parents' love. Parents, it is my prayer that you love, cherish, and train up your children as it is your God-granted responsibility. And in the end, you reap the blessings. Praying God's strength, blessings, and favor over every parent, each and every child, every day. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter page. You can listen to me on Amazon Music or YouTube as well. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows, you might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.